This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Kyle, can you lead us off? Yeah, we're going to talk about how starting a whole life policy does things for you that you don't even have to plan for it to do. You don't have to come up with a plan. It just does it. Yeah. Life insurance is kind of unique. Like, uh, we, Oh no, I'm just going to give several examples as throughout this podcast today of stuff that I'm seeing, but you know, we purchase, I have purchased anyways, life insurance policies for cash accumulation, but there is the death benefit that goes along with it. And even though we de-emphasize that with cash accumulation policies, when you want to pay a lot of money into a policy, you end up with a big death benefit still. More than you would ever thought was the, necessary, probably. Yeah, and with a PUA rider on the policy, it grows substantially every mm-hmm. year as well, right from the outset. Um, but I, I've just been working on some stuff. I know we've mentioned it on the podcast about uh, how I'm getting a policy on my dad right now because he's a pretty integral part of the farming operation, you know, for me. And, uh, I've been thinking about that and like how that's going to work. And, you know, we structured the policy for cash accumulation. And, uh, I mean the, the real primary purpose of it is the death benefit factor. If my dad would pass away, I mean, I would just have to hire somebody to get some stuff done or trade equipment or do something differently Mm -hmm. in our operation. And, Thinking about it even more just this morning, um, it's like, you know, that's so that's the primary purpose of it. Cash accumulation is kind of the secondary purpose. But then, you know, I have a twin sister and at some point, you know, my parents are going to be gone and and the farm will be passed on to us is my understanding. And, uh, you know, there's obviously a chance that my sister could want to sell her share of the farm and even though that's not the primary purpose of the life insurance policy right now, it could help with a down payment for that land in the future. Yep. I mean, it just, it's constantly just evolving to meet your needs, you know? Like my dad, he purchased uh, policies on me when I was just a child. You know, I'm sure he bought those for a different reason now than the reason he owns them now, you know? Now I'm kind of important to have around and be involved on the farm for him. Yeah. Um, you know, we trade a lot of labor with each other. So it it's just amazing how, you know, those policies my dad owns on me, one of them's almost 30 years old now. And it's like, man, you just, you never could have thought about how this was going to, the, the reasons and the whole logic behind owning the policies, you never would have dreamed of those when you were at that stage of just, paying the first premium and what it all could provide too i mean you're focusing on cash accumulation which is what we do with pretty much everybody in the beginning and that cash accumulation can allow you to fund businesses you know buy assets whatever you want to do with it finance equipment private lending sure private lending um then you're getting the death benefit protection but then later in life like if you want to extract some income and you want to minimize your tax um situation you know, these policies provide 
insane amounts of income when they're set up right. We talked about um, a couple episodes ago about Jason designed a policy where it was like a 30-year-old paid 100K in for 40 years and then was able to extract 700K for like the next 30 years tax-free. Okay, so I mean, reduce that down. $10,000 a year, $70,000 in income. I mean, that's what else is going to allow you to do something like that? I mean, it's it's crazy because like right now, creating a an income stream in my retirement is not my goal with the policies. Mm-hmm. But they're going to work beautifully to do that in the future. You may not need it either. And it's just, then they would have a whopping death benefit. Mm-hmm. So, and people want to discount that and not think that they need death benefit or that it's that important later in life because they think they'll have more money. But when you can turn a dollar into five or six, like, why wouldn't you do it? Right now on my policies, when I pay into the PUA premium, I get, well, when I pay into the PUA premium, there's a load on it. So I get around five and a half to 580 um, of death benefit for every dollar that I pay into it. On the dividends that the policy produces itself, I get over $6 because there is no fee on that. So that's pretty cool that you're creating that much death benefit with every dollar. And then that money is still going to keep earning dividends as well. So dividends earn more dividends on themselves in the future. So why not? Yeah. So why wouldn't you want to just maximize every dollar that you can? I mean, we're not saying you have to put every single dollar into a policy, but don't be afraid of doing whole life insurance instead of, oh, term insurance until, you know, they're 50 or 60 or whatever, because you don't think you'll need a death benefit. Well, you don't know that. I mean, why not? If you're going to be putting capital into term insurance or whatever it is, savings accounts, why not run it through a whole life insurance policy and add some velocity to that dollar? I mean, you're the next generation is going to thank you. We have no idea where things are going to be at in 40, 50 years. You're going to thank yourself in 10, 20, and 30 years when you're using that policy over and over again, too. Sure. Um, another thing that I want to say is don't be afraid to get started early. I mean, this this goes back to when Nelson was talking about generational planning. Um, think of the opportunities, you know, that that death benefit is going to give not only your kids, okay, so they're going to benefit from the cash accumulation of it at some point in time, but then their kids are going to benefit from the death benefit protection that was left. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, listening to a podcast today and they were talking about um, selling off uh, easements, conservation easements on land as a way to deal with the uh, uh, tax bill, the estate tax bill potentially. And it's like, you know, that is one solution and it takes away a couple options that you have with the land in the future, I guess. But I mean, for the most part, you can probably keep it how you want it. But also, I mean, you never know the opportunities that are going to come up. So do you really want to sell off that conservation easement? You're giving control to somebody else in certain places. Yeah, that's and that's a one-time thing that you get to do. And then it's done. You can't sell anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not create a better solution? Just pay a life insurance premium on the children when they're born. Start creating a system that is perpetual, that is just going to keep taking care of that estate tax when generations change. I just think a big problem is, and I had to fight it myself, 
and you know, you still battle it some is you just see it as an expense and people think, oh, well, paying two grand on my kid every year, man, that adds up. It's like, yeah, but designed properly, you're going to have access to that money. It's not like... It's, it's not like you're giving control to them right away. I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't need to do that. No. And so over time, like, yeah, when they're 10, you know, you're going to have around 20 some thousand dollars of cash value you can use. I mean, you can borrow from it. So it's not like it's just going down the toilet into term insurance or any other type of insurance where you, you pay know, premiums. And if you don't use it, you don't have a benefit. Yeah. Whole life insurance is the only insurance that's ever guaranteed to pay out because you're guaranteed to die. You're not guaranteed to get an auto accident. You're not guaranteed to use your home yeah. insurance, have a fire, crop insurance. Yeah, you're not guaranteed. And I mean, I, I'll just say it. I'm thinking about um, applying for my fourth policy already because my sister's going to have a kid and I want to start a policy on that child. And I'm going to use the policy for 18, 20 years, however long. And at some point in the future, then I can gift that policy to that child and help them get started. Mm-hmm. So just getting started early, I mean, the the things that you're going to allow yourself to do with it, the future needs are going to change, but the life insurance policy is adaptable. You know, you don't have to have, well, this is why I'm buying this insurance policy. So this is how many years I need it for. And then it's going to be done. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's term insurance. That's like having a mortgage outstanding and getting term insurance to pay for that. Yeah. Okay. This policy is adaptable because I'm experiencing it. I bet Kyle's experiencing it. I bet most of you listening are experiencing this. When your income goes up, your expenses go up as well. Okay. You don't just sit on that pile of money. Mm-hmm. So is there not still a need for death benefit protection Absolutely. in that scenario? Absolutely. And at some point in time, you're going to pass away. And when you own life insurance, a death benefit is going to be paid off to your beneficiary. Mm-hmm. What a concept to take care of somebody Absolutely. in the future that you got to benefit from your whole life still. Mm-hmm. And then just think of the system working in the future. Yeah, it'd, it'd be great if our great grandparents did this and then it just, you know, continued down. I mean, we'd be, we could experience these benefits even more, but so, you got to start somewhere. Somebody's got to get the ball rolling. Yeah. So. It's pretty hard to imagine, I guess, that too, when you haven't experienced it. But if you can think about a few generations of this, turning a dollar into six or seven, you know, throughout the generations, I mean, that that is huge. That is cents on the dollar of death benefit. Mm-hmm. So another um, thing that I was just reading uh, on my social media, a guy that owned a business, and I don't know how this transaction happened or anything like that. But in my mind, I was just thinking, okay, this guy owned a grinding business. I don't know how long he owned it for, but I I remember ever since I was a child in our area, him owning this grinding business, going around grinding hay for everybody. And he just recently, I don't know how old he was. I want to say it was 68 on the obituary. I'm not 100% sure, but I think 68. He just sold this business like two years ago. So a really good idea for the person that is buying that business, if you're doing owner financing, get a life insurance policy on that person that you're purchasing it from. You have no idea what is going to take place in the future. What if you had that? And I'm not saying that they did owner financing. I'm just saying if that, if this is a scenario that you're in, why not get protection? Because you bought that business. You don't want to have something 
come off the rails where that person dies that's financing you, the owner financing, and now the family just wants a lump sum right away, okay? Mm -hmm. Maybe you only get a life insurance policy that would cover a 25% down payment on the business or something, but at least that would give you the ability to go out and get third-party financing then probably for the rest of it. Sure. So just cover yourself. All the while, you're going to be building up cash accumulation or have cash accumulating in the policy, and you're going to be able to use that to expand the business potentially or whatever you want to with, all while protecting the business with the financing terms that you put in place. It could just be a lot to see for people. You know, we we can talk about all these different things and uses, but it's just hard to see until you sit down and you think about it. Until you own it. And then also you still can't see it, everything right away either. They just, you know, become more apparent as time passes on and you use the policy, you see how it works. You listen to podcasts, whatever, continuing education on it. You start believing, wow, this actually isn't what all the financial talking heads say it is. This is a really useful product. Yeah. I mean, the big thing that we're about is taking back control from those people. Those people tell you that this is bad. You need to put, give your money to them. We're telling you that you know what to do with your money better. It can do a lot more things than what you think it can and what they tell you, and you can be in control of it. You don't have to give it to us. You can just park it with the insurance company. So Yeah, you care about your money more than anybody else does. I, gu- I mean, people, seems like they have a hard time realizing that, but I guarantee it that that financial advisor, he does not... I mean, he just wants you to stay alive long enough, you know, to keep putting money with him. Like He's going to get paid whether that account goes up or down in value. Does now, not absolutely, matter. he wants it to go up in value because he'll get paid more for that, but he's getting paid either way. And he doesn't want you to take anything out either. No, he probably wants you to put it in there pre-tax too because that ends up in a larger uh, pool of money that he's collecting a fee on. Absolutely. So, we, I mean, we can go on and on about that too. But it just comes down to like nobody cares about you more than you or your money. You know, whole life insurance is a great place for people who understand that. And I I do have one more thing I want to add to that. So think how how this is. So you put money in pre-tax to an account, an advisor is earning a fee on that. Whatever it is, even if it's small, they're still earning a fee on it. So this is a bigger pool of money than it would be if it was post-tax. And you're paying the fee on it and you have to pay all the taxes on it at the end of when you start to take with uh, distributions from it. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people think their 401k is tax-free. So they don't realize that. But yeah, that's that's huge. Think if you were like that policy deal that we were talking about earlier. Think if you were taking 700k a year um, from your 401k compared to a policy. Think of the exorbitant amount of taxes oh my you'd gosh. be paying on that. <laughs> Makes me want to throw up thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. You'd be, you could buy a Lambo or two easily with your tax payment. <laughs> yeah. So we want, I guess, to shed light that, hey, you can be in control of your financial future. And anybody who tells you that they care about your money just as much as you do is lying to you. Yeah. Just look at the value that this will provide. I, I'm quite sure that you won't be able to see all of it. But as days go by, years go by, decades go by, you're going to realize, whoa, this is a pretty awesome asset. Yep. I think even uh, in one of the insurance companies that we write with, um, they always have a page in there that I notice where they say, if you're going to get this replaced or cancel your policy, you should reach out to your financial professional. 
so they can tell you about the value that you're going to be giving up. And it's like, you know, a lot of people don't probably take that to heart. But the longer I do this, it's like, man, they they truly do mean that. I mean, mm-hmm. you're giving up a tremendous amount of value <laughs> if you cancel a policy. Absolutely. So, okay, that's all I got. I think that uh, that should shed a lot of light for people. Yeah. Yep. So thanks again for tuning in this week and we'll see you guys next week. This was the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com. And don't forget to tune in next week.